everyone, and welcome to the Soul Anchor Podcast, where together we'll discover how to stay anchored in a storm and how to thrive. I've invited some friends that I deeply admire and whose authentic stories will encourage you to embrace hope when the waves crash. These are friends who have navigated some fairly deep waters of unthinkable circumstances and they've arrived back on shore resilient and strong. I'm your host, Cynthia Cavanaugh, and I'm so glad you're here. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Soul Anchor Podcast this week. So excited you've joined me again this summer for our Summer Porch Series in the Psalms. Before we get started, I just want to remind you about the event that's coming up next month on the road with the godly kings of Judah. And I'd absolutely love, love, love to have you join me and my cousin Andrea virtually as we travel over the 18 days, taking the message of the Bible study, the godly kings of Judah, faithful living for lasting influence, book signing, speaking to five different states. So all you need to do is just text the word road trip to 33777. That's road trip, one word, to 33777 to join in on all the adventures, August 11th through the 29th. And we're going to have so much fun. Plus, most of all, I'd love to have you pray for us on the trip that as we speak, as I speak, as we do book signings and all the adventures that we're going to have, of course, of traveling along the way. So the details are in the show notes as well. Now, as we get started today, you know, as you might have heard or been watching the news, much of the country has been in this extended heat wave and you might be living right in the middle of it. And you know, this kind of heat can bring a whole new set of stress and anxiety, at least I found that it has. And people that I've been talking to, my dad being one of them, being in Texas in this extreme heat and humidity that they're experiencing. And you know, for myself, I am not a heat person. In fact, 74 degrees with a slight breeze is perfect. And if it's any hotter than that, I feel like all the energy has been sucked out of me when it gets upward of those higher temperatures. You know, and this was never more evident than when I was on a trip to Cambodia several years ago. After being out several hours in this intense heat and humidity, we stopped into a coffee house that was wonderfully air conditioned. And after about 30 minutes or so, my teammates remarked how much I had perked up and how much energy that I seemed to have because I was like a wilted flower who had been given a big drink of water and my energy returned. This Psalm we are looking at for today, Psalm 20, speaks of the need to call on God to restore and protect. And in this case, David is calling on God on Israel's behalf. And it speaks of a prayer being spoken over possibly a time where it seemed like the kingdom might be losing its grip as far as the enemies that they were up against or coming against a vast enemy, as my trusty commentary in the Psalms states. 
but having all the energy sucked out of them, so to speak, because of the heat of the situation. So David wrote this as a leader, and now he was king. And this is a prayer of faith, possibly before a battle that they might have been facing or a circumstances circumstance they might have had in Israel at the time. We don't know for sure, but different scholars give the interpretation of David imploring God in Psalm 20 for his protection, which would, of course, be wisdom on behalf of the people. And David was serving them, of course, and wanting to, in their presence, acknowledging that without God, they would be lost. This would be somewhat of a normal protocol that a king would do to call out in this manner before a battle would be waged, before they were up against an enemy. And we've seen lots and lots of this kind of prayers in scripture when we've read the narrative, the history of the Israelites. So as I read this Psalm 20, I want you to watch for the words, hear the words, may he, the he being, of course, almighty God. May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and give you support from Zion. May he remember all your offerings and regard with favor your burnt sacrifices. May he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. May we shout for joy over your salvation and in the name of our God, set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving might of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord, our God. They collapse and fall, but we rise and stand upright. Oh, Lord, save the king. May he answer us when we call. So if you notice in these nine verses, these may phrases, may the Lord answer. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help. May he grant you your heart's desire. May we shout for joy over our salvation. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. May he answer us when we call. And tucked into the last two May phrases are, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. This has to be one of my favorite lines in all of the book of Psalms. It really synthesizes it down to where does my trust lie? Where does your trust lie? So challenging, right? Will I trust God when the heat and pressure temperatures move up the needle in a hard time? I may not have chariots or horses. And this is referring to what an army has as its strong point. That would be the strength of an army in those days as how many horses they would have and how many chariots they would have. But what do we carry into battle? You know, God gives us some answers in Ephesians 6 as he tells us to put on the full armor of God, intimating that it is God's armor and not employing our own methods, but choosing God's way. You know, the heart question, I believe, and the takeaway from this psalm is this. 
when I'm headed into a battle or in the middle of a difficult circumstance, or I know something difficult is coming up, what do I trust in? Who do I trust in? What does a horse or a chariot look like for me today? Is it a friend I run to before I run to God? Is it a step, a method, a book I fall back on other than the Bible that I will think will work better in my situation? Or do I trust in the name of God? Do I call on his name to help me in my difficulty? You know, not that books or methods are bad. We can get a lot of help from that, a lot of steps that we need sometimes. But is our primary calling out on the name of the Lord Jesus? Are we asking him to help us? Is he our first go-to or is he, we employ everything else and then he's our last? Okay, God, can you really help me out here? And sad to say, sometimes I do tack on God at the last and say, okay, God, are you going to help me out here? Instead of going to him first and asking for wisdom and direction in a difficult circumstance. Am I trusting in him or am I trusting in what looks like a horse or a chariot to me today? Pondering questions for sure. Let me read verses seven, eight, one more time, but in a different translation, the message Bible, it says, see those people polishing their chariots and those others grooming their horses, but we're making garlands for God, our God, the chariots will rust. Those horses pull up lame and we'll be on our feet standing tall. So let me ask, what are you or what am I? polishing and grooming and falsely relying on for help. Jesus, help us to trust in you and in you alone, God. Help us not to be tempted to solely use our polished ways and our groomed methods when we're in a difficult circumstance. God, help us, as this prayer suggests, to cry out to you and to say with confidence and know, God, that you are the God of help. You are a very present help in times of trouble. And to say with confidence, God, that we know you're going to answer us in a difficult circumstance. We know that the name of a God, the name of the Lord God, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ is powerful. And may he send us help, God, that we can cry out to you and that we know that you're going to help us and that you're going to grant us our heart's desire, not that's even better than what we might even be thinking, but our heart's desire that's in you, it's placed in you. And God, that you would fulfill everything that touches our lives that is best for us, that your ways are higher. We don't always understand, but we know God that you know what's best for us and that we can cry out to you and you can help us in our situations. And at the very least, or I should say at the very best, give us peace in that situation when we don't know what to do. So God, we just thank you for the Psalm 20. Thank you for these powerful words that David speaks and how he challenges us to think about who do we trust, that some of us trust in horses, some of us trust in chariots, but who do we trust in God? May we be a faithful people that chooses you first, that we will declare and say that we trust in you for our circumstances. We ask this in your name. Amen.
Thanks so much for joining me today on the Soul Anchor Podcast. Grab a friend and join our community at thesoulanchor.com. You'll receive resources from time to time to help you through your personal storm. If you've been encouraged today, would you please consider leaving a review, subscribing, or sharing this podcast? I would ever be so grateful. Until next time, remember, you're not alone. God is for you, and you will get through this.